Hey everyone, and welcome back to Creative Emotions. I'm your host, Alex Lee. Cedric Papa. Hey, it's Jenny. And today we have a returning guest. Returning guest! Yes! Bow, 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 bow. Yes, she did it. She did it. I requested for it and she did it. She did the thing. Nice. Okay. <laughs> she did as they interrupt what I'm saying. Anyways. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have again Annalise Rodriguez. Nice. Yes. It's great Hi to, guys. It's great to have you again. Oh you guys. Thank you for so coming. Yeah. Amazing. I would hug you, but I'm across the thing, so I'm yeah, gonna you're like, too translate far away. this hug. <laughs> you get second hand. Yeah, second hug, yeah. Second hugs. <laughs> But yeah, um, but she's been on this podcast before. Uh, she did the episode with us for care. No it was happiness. Ha- happiness? No, it wasn't happiness. Positivity. Yeah. It was a positive emotion. I'm yeah. very mm-hmm. sure it was a positive emotion. Yeah. I'm trying really, really hard. No, it was happy. Happy? Yeah. No, I don't think it was happy. Definitely. <laughs> I, I know right for a now. fact it was oh. not happy. You're gonna Done. Have Cedric. Done. Pull up Done. the receipts. Yeah. <laughs> pull up these receipts. He's got, oh, yeah. All right. Pull up these receipts, yo. Yeah. Kara <laughs> Cedric. I, I, I remembered Kara Cedric. But yeah, um, but mm-hmm. like, like it's always. Cheerful. Cheerful. Oh. I knew it. It, it started with the C. But you're also kind of happy. So I can understand. Can <laughs> so we just combine. call it a tie and hug again? <laughs> and combine <laughs> our ideas and yeah. boom, we get the, the right reason, answer. Yeah. <laughs> And um, on this episode, where she decided to take a challenge and and uh, work on a and share her a negative emotion, which is hurt. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really had to think about this. Yeah. By the way, for you guys. Um, so Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> we're, like, we're looking forward. We're like very excited. Mm-hmm. To, um... So feel free. Feel free to be as vulnerable as you want to be. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm in so. front of you guys. I feel really safe. So yeah, okay, that's all we want. <laughs> You're welcome. Yay. But yeah, um, as always, um, Annalise, um, she's currently modeling right now, mm-hmm. and she's still in school for her medical. Yes. Um, to be a naturopathic medicine. Right. Mm-hmm. Where Where are you going now? So I'm in transition right now. I'm applying to UCLA, uh, UC San Diego, and. Maybe Cal State Long Beach, maybe Cal Poly Pomona. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah, there so you it's go. like the college counselor in me. I'm like, yeah, that's a good. List. Yeah, good job. <laughs> yeah, you got good programs there. Yes. Like, okay, yeah, you're not just staying in one kind of system. Then, okay. Yes, <laughs> I got the green light. Yeah. Yeah. Academic <laughs> counselor approved. <laughs> Stamp. Transferring. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. so just like, I'll oh, finally a good a good student who knows yeah. what he's doing. What? <laughs> like, okay, like there you go. Like, yeah, sorry. All right, moving on. Anyways. I like yeah. it. That's exciting. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited. It's definitely a new chapter. I am beyond terrified, but you know what? We got to do this scared, you know? Yeah, that's It's going to be a huge right. change. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Scary inspiring. and exciting for everyone. Alrighty. Yeah. So who has the first question? Oh, that's me. Oh, hey, Jenner. <laughs> um, so I guess we'll just jump right into it. What's the one thing um, that you have that, that has hurt you the most? Mm. The thing that has hurt me the most is having every single person that I was close to misunderstand me and hurt me because of it. So, and it all happened at once. So, I, what I felt like was happening was an ambush. What was 
or like an intervention. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but backstory before the intervention happened. Um, my grandpa on both my maternal and paternal sides were both passing away at the same time. Mm. Um, my dog got attacked by a pit bull. Um, my family and I had just gotten back from a trip that we took to Europe. So like we just got back like maybe a week or so before. So everything was like we had to unpack. We had to get our life together again. So like I was very shifty. Like mm-hmm. I, I wasn't settled back into my home life. Right. Um, I had just broken up with my boyfriend at the time for f- of three or four years. Um, and I was get kind of getting myself into a new relationship which was like a little bit hard because his dad had cancer at the time so it was just like very a very emotional time i was very emotionally weak like i couldn't handle a lot already um because of all the hurt and like ungroundedness that i felt so fast forward a couple weeks um i get this um I guess intervention or <laughs> something. I don't even know what to call it. Still to this point. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like saving grace, basically. Yeah. Like I was just, to me, what felt like an ambush. Um, I was getting really close with my best friends. Um, I had two. And they're amazing people. Like everything's good now. Um, but this happened three years ago. So... Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was my sister and my two best friends. And they sat me down and my sister was like, hey, you should talk about like what's going on in your life and tell your friends how you're feeling. Because at the time I felt very um, like closed off, g- closed off to the rest of the world because I was just with those two friends. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like they're getting a little bit too close like they're coming over when like i didn't want to hang out and Mm. and when they did that i was with this guy that i was seeing Mm -hmm. and then like at the time they didn't feel comfortable with like um pda and i'm a very affectionate person like Mm -hmm. physical touch is my first love language Mm -hmm. like i will hug you if i love you you will know it through the hug you guys know this Mm And, oh, like, we were very cuddly, and I felt very judged from my friends, from my best friends, because they're not, their first love language is not physical touch. Mm. And they, and one of them didn't have, like, a relationship that was like that at the time. So at the time, she didn't understand. So I felt, like, heavily judged. And I'm like, dude, like, I don't want to be judged while you guys are over here, and I didn't ask. Like, my personal space was non-existent at the time. So then we come into like this little intervention thing and my sister mediates this whole thing, but I'm not ready for it. And I just felt brutally attacked by my actions. They're like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this to us? Like, why are you backing away? Bottom line, they weren't putting themselves in my position. Mm -hmm. They didn't put together everything that I was going through all things considered when I told you my backstory. Mm-hmm. Like my grandparents were dying. Mm-hmm. My dog had just got intact. I was trying to settle in back into my regular life. Um, new relationship. Still going through 
the wounds of a breakup. Like, yeah, like just, there's yeah. just a lot. There's so much. Yeah. So I felt extremely hurt. Things got really bad. Some things were said that were not supposed to be said. <laughs> right. In the heat of the moment, things yeah. just go, right? Like, mm-hmm. And it was oh, really bad. Hard. And like, I didn't talk to my best friends for, I think, almost two years. Oh, After that, yeah. so this is actually kind of like a yeah. like a recent recovery. Yeah, this imagine. is a recent recovery. Oh, yeah, um, one of my best friends. She just recently started talking to me again. Okay. Um, this past summer, actually. Oh. And it's now, what are we in uh, November now? Yeah, it's <laughs> November. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's only been like yeah a couple mm-hmm. of months, huh? Yeah, it's only been a few months. Um, my other best friend though, we've been in contact for a little bit longer because she's a little bit more understanding. Um, we grew up pretty similarly, so she had a little bit more of an understanding, a bigger heart at the time. But now, my other best friend, she's coming yeah, along. She's coming she around, right? Yeah, she's coming around. She, you know, we're mending things, we're healing together. But it took a while. It it was a hurt that stung a lot and for a long time because those are my best friends. I didn't want to lose them. Mm-hmm. I didn't, and my sister like. She's also my best friend, and she's the one that, like, mediated it all. So I was really mad at her for Mm. a long time. Mm. And she was going also through a really bad divorce at the time. It was very toxic, and she lived right next to us. So that was also, like, Mm -hmm. in the mix. So it was just, like, a lot of turmoil, emotional turmoil coming into one, and it just, like, exploded like a freaking volcano for me. Mm. Yeah. So that was when I was hurt the most. It was a lot of misunderstanding, a lot of points of views that were not being seen, a lot of hurt, a lot of vulnerability, a lot of mixed emotions. It's just like the perfect recipe for a hurting. Oh man, the ultimate bad circumstances. Like it's just like oh man, mix it all together, put it in the oven, and the oven exploded. (laughs) (laughs) It's like okay, well. Something yes. went wrong there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Everything went completely right to be hurt very strongly. Yeah. So, yeah. That's another way to look at it, oh. right? Like, mm. I'm, I'm like, after this. that, I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to break ties with like this guy. I don't want to have, like, friends anymore. <laughs> God. I'm saying, like, a, a, kind of like a trauma like that. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. rushes you to kind of like, mm-hmm. kind of like actions, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, it puts you, it repels you in the complete opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I was like, I don't want to have friends that are that close anymore. I don't want to have a significant other. Um, I don't want to be close with my sister. So I'm just going to do my own thing. And then since I'm immunocompromised, we know that from the mm-hmm. other podcast, right. mm-hmm. I got very sick. Aww. So that. See, like it's like it started to tumble, yeah, right? Exactly. Oh. So mm-hmm. it went from emotional to physical and then to bedridden for a little bit. And then it took me almost a year to like recoup and like come back from that. Dang. Mm-hmm. Wow. And then, yeah. And now we're here though, guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy. But that's great. That's great. Because I think, honestly, like that's a story like, like you couldn't write that out, right? Like, <laughs> you it's can't make it out. Yeah, make this up. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, the world just somehow like just came together. And then what's crazy is that it, it led to like a physical like like ailment. outcome like an ailment yeah. it's just like it's like oh geez like you're you're and then you were able you understanding and tracing that from that it's like that's really important for people to understand that like you know like our emotional state like when something like that occurs to you that heavy that much hurt 
like physically you're gonna feel something yeah. in return right mm-hmm. oh and, absolutely oh, like man. it it manifests itself physically oh, mm-hmm. and it was brutal but i learned from it mm-hmm. i really did like and i know what to do what not to do when it comes down to like life conspiring against me. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, no, no, no. What? No, no, no. no. Uh, yeah. right. Oh, I see those signs. Uh-uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what we're not going to do. Yeah, it's like, okay, all right, I'm not going to be... Because uh, yeah. I think for any of us, right, we would have been like equally as reactive. Like there's only like, yeah, after all of that and that, that sort of like intervention, that ambush, yeah. right, that misunderstanding of like what's going on and like how to be addressed and how to be dealt, like how to deal with it, like... It sucks because I feel like, like when your friends, it doesn't feel like the conditions of your friendship are no longer like correct. It's like, oh, suddenly I've been hurting you and I had no idea, yeah, exactly. and you're gonna dump that on me and make me feel like a terrible person to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't, I don't want to, I don't need. And then yeah, it was, yeah. and then they just came to your home and did it. Right? Yeah, and it's like your and, personal space was practically zero. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I'm the giver. Mm-hmm. I've, I've always been the giver. So I was giving so much of myself to these mm. relationships that I felt like I wasn't seen. Like everything that I was doing for them just went to shit. Right. Because they in turn just like judged me, told me what to do better. Like why I was the shitty friend. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Why I was the shitty sister. But yeah. it was just because I was the one that needed TLC. Right. Mm. Like I was really hurting at the time. and. Mm. I guess now I know from that experience that I need to be a little bit more communicative because sharing my emotions also isn't my strong suit. Oh, yeah. okay. It's getting better now. It's a lot better now. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'd have to say because I got back with my ex, the one that I broke up with at the okay. time. Oh, right. Wait, which one? The one. The, the first one and the second one? The first Sorry. one. Okay. okay. The one that I broke up with the most. I was just making sure. I was just trying to follow. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know. There's two of them. Okay. And the first one that I was with for a very long time. Right. Um, we're, we got back together okay. a few months after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he really helped me to heal as far as like communication and emotions and stuff. Because he's really good at that. Mm-hmm. He's very perceptive. He's like, oh, like, babe, like, what's wrong? And mm-hmm. I'm like, what do you mean? What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. And he's like, no, I see it in your face. Like, something's wrong. Something's <laughs> your energy on. has Aww. shifted. And I'm like, what <laughs> 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 it's just like, you just break it's down. Like, like, oh my god! It's like no, something's wrong. Oh, <laughs> you see that through me? No, no one sees me but you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's important to have that person though, like whoever it is. It may not be in a relationship, but it's like yeah, someone who knows friend. how to kind of check in on you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's so important. Relationships like that, like the quality ones that can actually see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes a difference. That's a really good skill. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 amazing for him to to be there for you like that. Yeah, and and for that journey, like like for the way, like how you're recovering right now, you know, like can you elaborate more on that? Yeah. So, essentially, healing as a whole, I feel is the most precious thing that someone can do but you need to have self-care in order to do that and hurting can go both ways it can make you bitter or on the flip side it can make you flourish 
So for me, thankfully, I was able to cognitively work through it and like a lot of the hurt, a lot of like the anger issues that I had when I was younger. Um, so I actually reached out for help, like for anger and stuff, um, for professional help. I needed Dr. Phil and Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> in the same in, show. In the same show. In the same person. Yeah. <laughs> And then no studio audience, me by myself. Yes, exactly. Like, I needed to be (laughs) the center (laughs) for, like, emotional turmoil. But, yeah, I reached out. I got some cognitive therapy. Um, I worked through it. And Colbert was with me through it all. And he helped me. And I think it really just takes a person to care. That love Mm -hmm. for that specific person to genuinely, wholesomely care about you doesn't matter if you're it's a friend if it's a family member if it's a partner relation like business partner as long as they see you and they care things can work better for you and like the healing process can be a little bit faster and a little bit more graceful you know Mm -hmm. because it's really easy to get stuck in depression like it's easy to stay there Mm -hmm. you need a ladder to pull you up Mm-hmm. And that someone can be that ladder. Right. You know, it's just a support system. Because mm-hmm. it's really like we're communal people, you know, like we are humans, we're social animals. You know, we need that connection. We need that support, that encouragement. Right. And so like once I started seeing him more, I started opening up myself more and yeah, one thing led to another. And now here we are with you beautiful people. Yes. <laughs> and like, you know, just putting it out there your wisdom and your information i think it's really cool because like sometimes it's like i think about things like spiraling Mm -hmm. like and then like some things will be like it spiraled out of control in the negative right Mm -hmm. but then as soon as like a little thing happens that can even spiral back to the positive right Mm -hmm. it's like oh like one little person reaching out then it's like okay i feel fine then like you know like oh i can go out a little bit more and then i do and then that spirals into more positive like everything snowballs but it depends on like how it happens right yeah like it's like ah man and it can elevate as well people forget about that right it can elevate yourself as well it's like you just need to take that small step and then eventually things Hmm. can get better and i think this is important because not only me but all of us have gone through a major period in our in our lives where we've been hurting mm-hmm. and the people that are listening to this so if you're listening you are not alone right. yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> we're right. here for you sis <laughs> 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 sis bro whoever, <laughs> whoever non-binary, non-binary. Got you. yeah yeah we here. we're here yeah. <laughs> and again if you have <laughs> shameless plug uh if you ever feel like you know like you ever want to talk to us yeah. about anything, let us know yeah please. love to hear your stories please. perfect all right I have a question for you. This one's a little bit uh, kind of like a kind of like the offshoot of uh, Jenny's up, question. Yeah, yeah follow up. Uh, but this one's like a little bit more general, right? So, like, um, what do you find causes you the most hurt? Like, maybe, like on a broader sense, right? Like, maybe what people kind of do or what you tend to see. Like, what are things that? And it doesn't have to be big, like super big, like oh. Or, but it could be like something small, whatever you feel like you want to talk about when it comes to like maybe typical things that. Absolutely. Um, So I feel like there's a few things. There's Annalise versus Annalise type of hurt. (laughs) What? There's there's social media versus Annalise hurt. (laughs) Oh, no. And then there's like society versus Annalise hurt. Nice. All right, good. Ooh, oh, man. Let's break them down. Let's break them down. Break it down. Break it down. There you go. (laughs) 
That's my leg. I know, and that's why you did it better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cedric. I, I, should, I, I should have a signal that's just like, do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> do, the, do the horn. Yeah, press the button. And you're just like, button is still in the works, guys. <laughs> yeah. Patent pending. <laughs> but essentially, okay, so I think hurt um, in the sense of one specific instance um, isn't always the situation right I think you can get hurt multiple ways and that's why I broke it out broke it down into those separate things like blah versus me and social media I feel like when I'm on there a lot obviously like I feel I feel like I compare myself a lot a lot of people do that's why it's so toxic that's why it's it's heavy it's it actually we rewires our sense of self you know mm-hmm. with our filters with everyone looking so perfect because no one wants to put up their their hardships mm. everyone's like this is my life like and even on my instagram like you'll see just all my modeling photos so mm-hmm. like that's what people think that I do all the time is just like model I live like this really glamorous life like <laughs> hell no like that's <laughs> not you no 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Not. <laughs> and not only that, like I also see your stories about like you're taking chem class and stuff yeah. like that. Like that's true. And that's why I really try to post on my story more than on my feed, mm-hmm. um, because as much as I know getting followers is really good for modeling, um, it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I just I'm trying to do it for like a business aspect. So that's why I try to post on my story more. I'm like, hey, like this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm going through. Like my headspace is messed up right now. But whenever I'm on social media a lot, I'm like, oh my god, like those girls are so pretty. Like, oh, I should have fashion like that. Oh, like I should be shopping more for like this kind of thing. I should be more trendy like that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and it's really hard because you can tell someone like that they're pretty but the thing is is that if they're insecure about it they're it's just gonna be like throwing a rock at a brick wall it's just gonna bounce right back Mm -hmm. but then when you cater and self activate that love within you and that security within yourself Mm -hmm. then someone will tell you hey you're beautiful and then you're going to appreciate that more because then they're going to be like oh well like they see what i see in myself mm-hmm. and that puts more value into who we are as people mm-hmm. you know and so that social media aspect it really tarnishes and like breaks away and chips away at that self-advocate that we have within ourselves it's Mm -hmm. like oh well i should be doing this i should be posting up funny videos like Mm -hmm. i'm boring like i'm watching all these other people they're so lively like why am i not like this blah 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 so that's basically like my social media against annalise and that's why like i really i really like take my time into picking when and where i do social media Mm. like i'm only on social media about an hour at night to respond to people that are asking for my advice mm. i look at animal videos when i'm on social media <laughs> oh like the little little cute puppy yeah. right? <laughs> yes. oh it's gosh. impossible to compare myself like oh i wish i had exactly. the neck of a giraffe exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a beautiful neck it's like yeah. i wish i had those little cute kitty eyes right? <laughs> yes. it's like, oh, man, 
be so important to have a horn on my nose like a rhino. <laughs> like, oh, Damn, too. that'd be so cool. Yeah, be so cool. <laughs> but have... no, I get that. That makes exactly. sense. I wish I had the stealth of a kitty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's adorable. Yes. <laughs> so that's what i gear my social media um vision to like whenever i see like instagram and Mm -hmm. stuff like that or i look at motivational quotes or motivational videos or i'll look up really cool workouts to do at the gym Mm. because then i I self-elevate, like Cedric was saying, because mm-hmm. that's possible too. Mm-hmm. So you have to really regulate what you see on social media. I was mm. going to say, it's a, you know, can social media can be really damaging, mm-hmm. but it can also be, like, if you really curate your feed and, like, yeah. make sure that, you know, you're only using it for those, like, things that elevate you, it can be really powerful, and yeah. and I think it's, like for me, it I, it's kind of hard because I want to be on it more for like the connection. Cause like I've met different people, like literally from all over the world. Um, you know, like I've got a friend in Australia and one in the Netherlands, and it's like awesome. I wouldn't have had that without social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I'm kind of drawn to it that, but I think it's really that monitoring. And, you know, kind of self-regulation, like checking in, like, okay, why am I here? What did I, what do I, Mm. what do I need from this Mm -hmm. right now? It's purely intentional. Yeah. I really intentional. Right. I love that. Is really important. Um, And I think it's important to remember that, like, you really do have control over that. Like, if you find somebody that you don't resonate with anymore, like it's okay to unfollow Unfollow. them, you know? And I feel like a lot of people feel bad about doing Mm -hmm. that. And I do it too, you know? It's like, I want to support these people. Like I like what they're doing, but I'm just not resonating with what they're doing right now. Mm -hmm. And there's other ways, like you can mute people and like go Mm -hmm. back or like, sometimes I do it on like Instagram and YouTube, like I'll unfollow or unsubscribe if like the message isn't coming back, but then like you can always search for them later. Exactly. You know, like just keep that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I think it's easy to forget that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it builds a healthy relationship with you on social media. Yeah. That self-regulation and boundaries. Yeah. And the intentions behind it. Mm -hmm. I couldn't agree more. Mm -hmm. And then that leads me into me versus me yes because then we create this like downward spiral into who am i as a person like am i exciting am i boring like what is my worth what is my value and that eats away at you ever so slowly and it's like you're walking a half centimeter down your emotional staircase for a while, you don't even realize it till you're all the way down at the bottom and you see the top and you're like, how the hell did I get here? Mm. And so it takes a little bit for you to realize how mm-hmm. you got there. Um, and then slowly work your way up because it happens to everyone. And it starts from that self-deprecation, you know? Right. Mm. So when you become more intentional... Right. And you you see yourself from the inside, you start reflecting, yeah, then that'll get you on a higher level of consciousness, 
and be like, oh, well, this made me sad. That's why I'm here. This made me sad. That's why I'm here. Um, for me, it's a lot of like, am I good enough as a person? Like, am I smart enough as a person? Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get through med school, but you know, like I haven't even finished my bachelor's yet. And I'm 24 years old. Like, how did I get here? Why am I at this point? But then I think about all the things that I did to lift myself up. I'm like, okay, well, I literally did a lot of things that most people didn't. And I chose to have an experience versus an education. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. So, and then it brings me to society versus Annalise. Because a lot of people, like, especially on social media, they'll be like, oh, like, she has really small boobs, like... Uh, and I'll get trolled for that, like, my physical appearance. And then, like, at school, like, I won't feel as smart as someone else because, you know, I'm in a science class. I'm in chemistry. And I'm like, oh, my God, like, how did they get that so fast? Mm. But I don't know their background, and I automatically assume that they're just smarter than me. Mm. And then I hear people laugh in a crowd, and I'm like, I'm not making anyone laugh. Like, am I not enjoyable (laughs) to be around? (laughs) But I have to realize that sometimes I'm going to be more loving. Sometimes I'm just going to want to listen. And I know a lot of people, they don't listen. Mm. And if I'm not making someone laugh, it's probably because I want to hear who they are, what they're about, what makes them who they are, what makes them tick. You know, and it's because I want to listen to the other person and I love people. And I have to realize like, hey, this is what you're doing instead of this. Like you're, I'm constantly trying to be the best version of myself in every single day, day in and day out. So I have to be able to really monitor myself instead of focusing on the bad because it's so easy to do that and focus on what I'm actually doing and why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's how I get myself out from like that kind of hurt, that hurt of myself. Because hurt doesn't just happen all at once, you know? It can sometimes happen through a gradual time setting, like after a while. Yeah, even the story that you described earlier, it sounded like it was kind of building up and then it just like exploded. Exploded. You Mm -hmm. know, it's those things that you don't, think about or Mm -hmm. and that's one of I feel like that's one of the things that I kind of have a hard time with is like I'm pretty go with the flow and yeah you are (laughs) which is awesome which and I I honestly like I have no problem with it I really like being that way like that's my natural state of being Mm -hmm. um but I have to recognize when little things bother me it's more important for me to speak up as opposed to like oh, it's such a small thing. Like, it's easy to be like, oh, this is so small. Yeah, like, it doesn't really matter. But so I've kind of taken stock of like, oh, is this something that I need to mention? Is this something like, it's okay this one time, but if it happens again, I need to mention kind of thing. Um, Because I'm definitely that way where it's like, all the small things can compile, usually when I'm stressed out. Yeah. Um, And then like, it just gets some... Like, it's the yeah. straw that breaks the camel's back, and it's, like, a freak out over something really stupid. And you're like, yeah. I wish I hadn't have done that. <laughs> Aww, no. Aww. Dude, it's, it's such a funny thing, because, like, I think, yeah, this idea of small things, like, 
But then to me, I think someone said like, yeah, it's a small thing, but it doesn't mean it's not important, right? Yeah. Like it just needs to remember that. And it's funny because I think we always want to believe in our best selves to be like, yeah, we can take it. Yeah, we can tolerate mm -hmm. it. We can we can rise above it. Yeah. And we kind of give ourselves that self-talk. But, but then the reality you end up breaking is, down. Yeah, you end up breaking like down because, like yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. because at the end of the day, it's like there's a difference between addressing and rising to that occasion, right? Mm -hmm. And but Or just putting it to the side and deferring it, right? Like, oh, like. Don't I, I I know I don't want to be that guy or that person that nags that brings up those things and I don't want to bring down the mood and you're so considerate and caring as a person right yeah. like that's that it, it kind of betrays you in that sense mm -hmm. because there's like oh this person said something that like I just I can't agree with or like yeah. the way they're behaving around another person I, I mean I, I feel like I want to say something but I don't want the whole party to look at me like dude what's wrong like yeah. whatever it may be mm -hmm. but I think it's important that yeah like how and how each of us right will address the small things in our lives will like eventually build like our on our success like being able like i mean it was tough for me because like i was around friends and we didn't know how to the only way we would address our pain and our hurt was through humor and mm. but then the problem is it's like it's like no one took our pain seriously mm -hmm. even ourselves yeah. which was then it became problematic right and then it's just like oh like without a healthy understanding of yourself in that regard or a healthy understanding of dealing with that hurt you're not going to be able to to function properly really much in anything and so i just think it's really tough at times because like and this is like the one thing that annoys me the most and i think that hurts me sometimes the most is just the idea of like masculinity mm -hmm. right like this idea of like emotions are kind of like no guys don't don't settle emotional pain that way or whatever maybe or we don't talk about it or like don't be you know such a and i hate this phrase don't be such a girl about it i'm like mm -hmm. whoa I'm like, whoa there i'm like i hate I'm, yeah, it's like, I'm like, I'm like looking at you like <laughs> i could see jenny's just yeah. super frustrated yeah, about like hearing that. you know like at the end of the day like i don't want my therapist to be like jack daniels you know like and that's yeah, sad yeah. to say out loud but like gentlemen like it's 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 just time now like it's time to to realize that like you have trauma and you have pain and that needs to be sorted out before you start doing anything rash or, or hasty because the yeah. hurt is such a driver for so many things in our lives but how we respond to it like if we have intention like Annalise said like it can be such a great motivation to be better right but if it if we're careless about it I think it puts us in a place that we hate to be in like we we just yeah, we just look up and we're like, how did we get here? Mm -hmm. And you right. don't recognize yourself anymore, really. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And that's, I think that's one of the, like, most self-hurt kind of things when you're like, how did I get here? Like, who am I? Yeah, mm -hmm. how do I deal with this situation? Yeah. yeah. How would me as a person handle the situation? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then if you don't know, you're going to turn to the people that are the toxic people in your life, the ones that don't know how to deal with it, you're going to ask them for advice like right. how to handle it with humor right, right. it's yeah. just like yeah like, just brush it off dude but what do you want you don't have to be such you know blank and blank about yeah. it like oh you're right my feelings shouldn't be validated right now that's yeah. your, i'm like oh god <laughs> exactly <laughs> and it's just like this vicious cycle yeah, yeah and it's just yeah and it puts you in tough places and that's what i'm saying like and now like i'm i'm it's tough because through that i had to learn how to be in positive relationships and like and i'm so glad for it now mm -hmm. but it's like it's like it's one of those traumas. It's like, oh, should I stay here? Like, 
what should I do? And I, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, being a good person, like, I, I just like saying something was always, I felt like one of the hurt, like, like, hey, like, I disagree. And I'd be like, oh, I wanna, I wouldn't want anyone to say that to me. <laughs> like, it'd just be like, I don't want to hurt this person. Like, I feel like it would hurt me. Mm-hmm. So it must hurt them. So I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. And so it's very much deep reflection. It's, it's kind of odd because like, um, you know, there's also great leaders or people who are, who are, you know, who are men that are more emotionally, um, like resonant because, um, I feel like, I feel like Gary Vaynerchuk is very resonant with his emotions, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to see those things is that it's, it's nice to see that there are men who are really resonant with their emotions. Cause that's considered a strength that, that people don't understand, or some people don't understand how that that having an emotional strength like that can relate to people in a much higher scale. In reality, it's a strength. Mm-hmm. In society, it's deemed a weakness. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm glad that people are being awakened, becoming woke. <laughs> <laughs> we get woke in here, that's folks. Right. That's right. <laughs> Deep and woke is what we're about. <laughs> Such a meme. Because, <laughs> yeah. What amazes me now is, yeah, like, the success of it, that it's finally coming to terms with the idea of, like, yeah, like, we can, there's so much value in, in, in our emotions and our vulnerability, and I think for the longest time, we were just, like, put it to the side, don't be vulnerable, push through, you know, like, strength of character, right, is measured by your ability to not really, like, emote, but now mm-hmm. we've, our generation has kind of changed that, it's like, being Ooh, able to, nice. fun- yeah. <laughs> to function like you know like with the full range of emotion and using that to your advantage and whenever you can mm-hmm. which is like i'm glad for that because i'd just be like i think about all the times where it's just like it's just like like how tempting it always is to just keep things from people like mm-hmm. our worst selves like and then you're right like instagram kind of does that yeah. right like mm-hmm. it's an opportunity not just to put out our best selves but to make sure that people will never see our worst selves. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. It's like, oh, our first, my first impression is always going to be the best, no matter what, solidified. Instagram is ensuring that, but then yeah. it's like not really the reality of who you are. And then in a sense, it's like when people try to get to know you and then they get all offended, we're like, oh, wow, you're, you're not like how I thought you would be. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I think it's important to always... Um, I always love this word, the rawness of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because um, that's what I like doing on my social media is that mm-hmm. like there is no no sense of meaning of perfection on my, you know, post or anything like that. Because it's just all freestyles. There's no such you can't have a perfect freestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And like I think that's important to have is that to show that how vulnerable are, vulnerable you are <laughs> to show that you're that that you're working for something yeah you know and like i and you know again relating to this uh, one girl that i watch a lot uh, her name's kyoko who's in japan who she's a who's a dance instructor and a dance performer i think i know you know yeah i think i've seen her videos oh no way (laughs) yeah nice yeah because like she just does straight on like um freestyle videos after freestyle videos after freestyle videos Mm -hmm. i think she posts like three or four freestyle videos a day yeah wow yeah like it's ridiculous and not only that like she also talks about like internet internet um 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 like 
like internet bullying internet yeah brutality. internet bullying yeah <laughs> internet bullying and stuff like that like she she really stands by what what she believes in and i and i think that's important to show people that that it's it's about the journey yeah stand for something mm-hmm. and move through it mm-hmm. in your journey mm-hmm. it's not about that destination it's like oh this is me i'm i'm perfect and this is my destination this is what i'll be forever mm-hmm. but really it's not no it's not <laughs> And I'll be honest, like that mentality has probably hurt me the most than anything in this world. Like seeking to be something other than myself, mm-hmm. right? Like just being like reaching for those goals and like thinking about only the destination has put me in situations where I'm like, I am in so much pain. Like I am in so much doubt, so much depression. And then not listening to myself, like, right? The self advocate that, you know, mm-hmm. gets chipped away. Like it's like, like, oh, yeah, no, like. I know that you're in pain, but put it, shut up. Like we can do, like, I'm going to do this, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, and then I get there and maybe I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> like it kills my motivation to like continue to do things even more. Right. Yeah. It's like, like sometimes like the prize at the top is not exactly what you expected. Exactly. And then, and then you think about like the price it took you to get here. It's like, Oh, like I have to take care of. And I think we all do. We all realize like, Taking care of yourself, and then when it comes time to get to a place, you'll get to the place that you need to get. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. That was beautifully said, mm-hmm. both of you guys. Thank you. Yeah, of course. I mean, like, I just, this is a new book that that just came out recently from uh, one of my favorite people, Simon Sinek, um, who is very emotionally um, powerful as well. Um, and it's called The Infinity Game. So he talks about a lot about the difference between a, a finite finite goal versus um, an infinite goal. So the two different types of mentalities is the finite goal is playing a game to either win or, or lose. And that's when the game ends. Well, the infinite goal is to, is to see how long you can keep the ball in play. How long are you able to keep going? Yeah, that kind of thing. I like that. And the only way the the only way the game ends is if you end it yourself. Mm. So, and like it really gave me a different perspective on mentality, and you know, and understanding that why we hurt ourselves is because we always have this mindset of comparing ourselves to other people, comparing us to try to win against these other people. But, you know, when you look at a business model in a business sense, you don't you see that all the time, like winning against someone or losing against someone or anything Mm -hmm. like that. But the ultimate importance of how they're still standing is because they're more focused on being around for a long time, Mm -hmm. you know, not go against their competitors. Yeah. Don't think of it as like, yeah, yeah, like I got to beat this person. I got to beat this person. It's like, like, how long can I? Mm -hmm. They may win, you know, yeah, like they may win in the moment. But that's but it doesn't doesn't guarantee that they'll they'll keep. be there for the long run. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a lot. It's you know sometimes you have to lose battles to um to win to win a, an everlasting Wars. war. Yeah. You know, and like I just it also brings me back to this because um, my roommate was watching Lord of the Rings, 
Yeah, he just watched Lord of the Rings. Jenny just lit up. Yeah. <laughs> Bring those, it on. Bring it on. For those who are not, for, for our listeners, she just lit up. She's oh, like, yeah. She's squirming in pure joy right now. Like, he, he just finished <laughs> the whole... I love Lord of the Rings. Like, he just finished that, the whole, like, he watched the whole, he, he binged the whole you movie binged set. binged Lord of the Rings? No, no, not me. My that's roommate. Like 24 hours worth of, like, movie yeah. right there. Fun, fun fact, that's one of my, our family's activities. Like, usually for... Like New Year's Day Eve or New Year's Eve, like into New Year's Day, we like watch all the Lord of the Rings movies, like back to, and we make like Hobbit food and stuff. Hey, so good! Wow, that's an immersive experience. It's so much fun. (laughs) My sister makes really good potato and leek soup. Ooh, that sounds like lunch plans now. Yep, (laughs) Um, I'll get the recipe. So get out. Yeah, like. But like the the interesting thing, like I mean, like I only popped in to see some clips and snips of it, you know. Uh huh. Keep going. She's okay. Dying on the inside. I'm <laughs> sorry, She's gonna die a little bit more when I tell her I've never seen it. Oh, hey, what? don't say that. She just dropped. She literally dropped on the floor. Oh my god. <laughs> it's okay. I know everybody is not a nerd like me. <laughs> but like, I want to be though. That's okay. You don't. You can be your own kind of nerd. That's mm-hmm. the important thing. Yes. Individual but members. if ever you want to watch Lord of the Rings, please call me. Okay. Today. <laughs> <It's like, laughs> like, yay. Shoot. And like, like, here, like, I'm going to, like, you're on the camera on the screen. It's like, look, I'm watching Lord of the Rings. Watch it with me. And she just, just, just <laughs> okay, this is the part where, wait, I'll just, I won't say anything. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, there's this, just this one scene um, that, they were in a tomb. Do you okay. remember? Um, it was a, which tomb? The the ones with the demons in it. There's no demons. Sorry. Sorry. I apologize. There was the one with the big troll in it. It's the first one. I think he's talking about there in the mountain. It's the one where uh, they have to go through that mountain pass. Um, it's it's the one like where the goblins are in there. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. Where where like they, they where like they run into this giant hall and then they get swarmed by these um, the orcs. Yeah, the, the 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 smaller the smaller ones. Those are orcs, yes. Okay. Like baby, like baby orcs. Mm-hmm. No, or those like... are orcs. The goblins are in the Hobbit. Oh. Okay. And mm-hmm. the big okay. goblin king is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Okay. And cool. I hate that part of the Hobbit. <laughs> Fun, just putting it out there. But mm-hmm. anyways, continue. And they then... did a really good job because he's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and like I'm just constantly looking at these clips and bits and pieces of how their journey is you know and i just feel like that's very stressful to see them just just to reach their goal and their destination that's like the beginning you don't even know man you i don't know even know i know Damn, we but don't like, even know yeah. that makes me worried my own journey <laughs> don't worry you're not trying to like fight armies to drop a ring off into a volcano so. this is true <laughs> it might feel like that sometimes yeah, it might but <laughs> But like it's it to me like I just feel like that's so interesting how like it's even in the harshest journey like to have that strong mindset even if you are hurting or even if you are in pain like when you're so focused on something that you know that will change for the future for the better it, it just makes a huge difference in life. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought of the one of the last scenes. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> Again, like, she's just physically, like, cannot contain her joy. I was already feeling wiggly, and now I'm just like, like, woo! Someone mentioned Lord of the Rings. I know. 
and pop <laughs> yeah, very much so. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's what that's how how I feel about it. You know, I couldn't agree more. Honestly, that is the journey. It's your mindset that you build. You build that mindset through your journey, your decision, and your action to begin your journey mm-hmm. is step number one. Mm-hmm. Your mindset then comes. Your experience then helps you with the knowledge and along with your wisdom. So by the time you get to your destination, you, you don't get a prize, but you are able to be an aid to the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah that's a beautiful way of thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think about, like, yeah, the journey I had, and I'm like, yeah, like, I relish the prizes that I have, but really, what I really relish is, like, that people have seen that journey, and they can confide in me, and I can share, like, my path, and, like, what we're all doing right now, right? Yeah. And it's, like, this is, to me, like, really joyous, like, the idea of, like, look, we've all had experiences, and to make someone not feel alone, or yeah. to feel, like, um, they're capable, and, like, you know, um, that they're not yeah just alone and to help them through their journeys and whatever we can like turning around and being like yeah i'll give that helping hand because i'm here already and i can help you in those regards Mm -hmm. i think that's the entire point of this podcast yeah yeah Yeah. for sure (laughs) which is beautiful (laughs) all right in exploring kind of like your mentality because you just kind of brought it up i have another question for you annalise oh yeah all right for yourself does hurt usually make you feel or make you want slash feel softer or harder to the outside world so how does hurt I guess affect your mentality yeah as far as like feeling harder or softer I feel like those are really bad terms to use in society because just Mm -hmm. like what you said earlier like oh stop acting like a girl that automatically Mm -hmm. like stop acting soft right like stop acting soft Mm -hmm. like because being soft is deemed as weak emotional broken and then if you're acting hard it's like oh damn like that guy's like so hard or whatever it's like oh he's emotionally closed off (laughs) like he's not he's like that mysterious guy in the crowd and i'm like but yeah and that's like oh damn like he's hard he's like bumping his tunes inside of his car like (laughs) that girl's like hard she's like right she's like a badass or whatever but like those are really bad terms to use in society because they automatically come with jaded definitions and so being hurt for me i don't feel hard or soft i feel enlightened and i think that's strong so i guess i would feel harder if (laughs) strong is what you want to use in like society but i think that those are both very like demeaning terms Mm -hmm. um but they're used they're often used so after i go through the healing of the hurt i feel enlightened i feel like i've learned i feel like life has been my philosopher i feel like i can share what i went through with other people i feel like i can offer solutions i feel so much stronger within my core and i feel like hey i can definitely go through anything i have been through that like what else can i get through and what else can i learn from other situations and experiences so it's more of life being my teacher and coming out of a classroom that you struggled in but you prevailed right so it's that feeling like damn like i worked my ass off and it was really freaking hard but i passed 
And it's kind of a celebratory feeling that you have after that. Mm-hmm. It's more of an emotional release. It's a burden off your shoulders. It's happiness that you want to share to the world. It's like, oh, new hurt, new me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, That's the bumper on. sticker right there. New folks. hurt, who dis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, we're about to create a t-shirt line soon. <laughs> if, there's, if there's like four more of these, you that's guys. it. We're making t-shirts. Last time more. we created a toilet paper brand. That's, that's, that's right. right. I, I tell people that story. Now. I wasn't <laughs> here for that. Uh, oh, you were here in okay. spirit. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Actually, think, it's probably yeah. better. <laughs> 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 and now we're going to create t-shirts. Yeah. Yay. Mm-hmm. You heard new me. <laughs> <laughs> So that is more of like how I feel. It's neither soft nor hard. Mm. It's enlightened and strong and celebratory. That's good. That's like the approach that I think it should. Because like I think for a lot of us, for me, when I was younger, I was told to avoid pain, Mm -hmm. right? To avoid hurt, right? And in doing so, I would put myself in paths that would be like, oh, I'm, I'm only seeking pleasure, but I'm not building towards something, I guess. Like I would be like, I would, I would see other people and be like, oh, like I can handle that pain. Right. And so I, I, that's not for me. Mm. And I, but that I would, but then saying that would hurt me also. So it's like, people think like hurt is avoidable, yeah. but it's really not. Yeah. And it's really choosing, right? Like what you can live with in, in the hurt that you have. And then building that strength and that enlightenment and that understanding from it. Because I'll be honest, like I, I've met people that I wholeheartedly disagree with sometimes philosophically. Like I had this friend of mine and it was very much like, it was like he would, he would just not, he would have these, he would have his philosophy and his rationalization about essentially just saying like, I don't have to be involved in people's lives. Uh. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, values wise, we're fundamentally different, but I mean like, he has his wisdom and I have mine, right? Mm-hmm. And we're still friends in that regard. But like, you you think about that, and I think a lot of times we don't realize that the logic and the wisdom that we have is the kind of hurt we're willing to take on. And it's like, oh, okay, like if I'm the type of person that can just grind and like blank, then my wisdom and my success comes from that pain. It's like, yeah, I would tell people like, you just need to grind. You just need to go. And it's like, well, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. But if I'm like the really sensitive, like super sensitive type, it's like, okay, like how, like maybe you, like maybe to the point where it's like, maybe you should rethink about your goals and your, your aspirations, whatever it may be. And it's like finding out where that comes from. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, it's how I treat the outside world. I'd be like, oh, I like, I ha- now I do this all the time. It's like people are like, hey, like, what do you think about this? I'm like, stop. Like, I'll be like, you tell me like how you are then I can try to do the best I can mm. from the advice I can give. From their yeah, point from of their, view from, instead from their of point yours. Of view. Yeah. It's like, I, I could give you advice and you're like, oh, okay. But then I know that's not you. So you're going <laughs> to ignore it. Yeah. And then I'm going to be like, because I used to be 
I used to be so arrogant to the thing, like, how dare you ignore my advice? You asked me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, uh, and I'm like, what? It's like, oh, okay. Well, my sister knows to do that to each other all the time. What do you think? Like, this dress or, the, or like, this outfit or this outfit? And then it's like, oh, that one. And then, like, okay, I'm going to wear this one. It's like, why did you ask me in the first place? <laughs> yeah, so offended with, like, yeah, those opportunities, right? It's, it's like, just... no, I needed to sort out my own thoughts. <laughs> like, I just didn't say it out loud. I just, yeah. wanted, I just needed to decide and know that my decision was valid and it was me picking the outfit. I'm sorry. <laughs> But, We're much better now. Just yeah. just like, yeah. See, I'd be a very horrible human being in that perspective, <laughs> no doubt. Oh. I'd be like, all right, here, just flip a coin. Oh my gosh, Alex! <laughs> that kind of works too, though. Yeah. I mean, all right, all right. No, no, no. Right? This, this is what. Which no. person should I marry? Flip a coin. <laughs> Alex. They're literally both the same okay. to me. <laughs> Somebody put out like I've heard like. I don't know if it's good advice, but like I find it interesting is um, there's a girl on YouTube and they all like people ask her relationship stuff and they're like, oh, who like I'm deciding between two guys. And she's always like, well, I mean, whatever happens, but like I'd go with the second guy because if you, like you wouldn't be thinking about the first one. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, you wouldn't be thinking about the second one if you yeah. really enjoyed the first. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. Thank you. You're mm. welcome. <laughs> I think um, Leonardo DiCaprio said something along those lines that as well. Sense. Oh. Mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I, that's something that I go by with my food. That's a good choice, point. Then, you know, yeah. if the first choice is good enough. It's like, yeah. oh yes, macaroni and cheese. Oh no, in and out. <gasps> oh, those are two of my favorite things. I'm, I'm aware. <laughs> <laughs> I talk a lot well, about I chose it. macaroni and cheese because that's my favorite, but mm. I knew in and out. <laughs> you just said all the right things. Oh, I might marry me. Now I know. <laughs> I don't need to flip a coin anymore, Alex. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. nice. That's awesome. Do we have time? All right. So, final question Do you believe hurt is needed for a beautiful life? You know, I don't believe that hurt necessarily is needed for a beautiful life. I truly believe that experience leads to a beautiful life. Because in experience, you don't get to do anything. Like, you're cooped Mm. inside. You're afraid of the world, and that doesn't really make a beautiful life. And I feel like hurt is just a part of the process that builds that mindset of a beautiful life. Um, not just a beautiful life, but your beautiful life. That looks different for everyone. And hurt is just a part of that process. What you feel after you've hurt and healed, I feel like that's a beautiful aspect of life. I feel like putting yourself out there and knowing your likes and dislikes is a part of having a beautiful life. And so all of these things coming together creates that magnificent glorious life of course like that's really upscaling (laughs) the fact that we still have to work and stuff you know we still have to make money we still have to live you know within our means but what does that look like for you and that's what creates a beautiful life for you so like after my dog passed away this op 
this April this of this year. Mm-hmm. Like I was really hurt, and that didn't create a beautiful life for me. But what did create a beautiful life for me was my experiences and me being able to think of everything that she taught me. Mm-hmm. Like her willingness and her everlasting love for humans and life and her diligence and just I can see she was a little miniature snowshare how she looked at life you know she was happy with those simple things and I feel like being happy and being content with those simple things in life that creates a beautiful life because if you're sitting there ridiculing yourself for like why did why was I so stupid for like letting myself get hurt like why did I put myself in that situation like that doesn't create a beautiful life mm-hmm. it creates a toxic one mm-hmm. and so when I was able to see all these things in my little miniature snatcher her name is Aggie mm-hmm. um, I was able to see how beautiful life truly is and I miss her I miss her too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Without knowing her, I guess I also miss her. Oh. <laughs> I just feel like she's I'm, so meaningful to you. So that, that's she was, and she lived a held like the best, healthy fifteen years oh, up really? until just like the last couple of months, and she was just freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. But now, I have a new little kitten that Aww. I found under my car. Oh. Yeah, and now. Through a new life, I'm finding a new beauty in life. Mm-hmm. The way she sees everything through a new lens. She's only two months old. And I got her when she was five weeks. She was super malnourished. Mm-hmm. Like, her brother was right there next to her, dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she didn't want to leave his sight. Yeah, and so he didn't make it. Aww. But she did. She's a survivor. And I'm like, you know, I need to be more like that. I need to be on my toes I, I need to be like inquisitive and I need to be able to trust and trust that life has my back because she was literally under a car she didn't know anyone would come up and save her life essentially we never know what's going to happen to us and who's going to touch our lives or even save ours in various ways and I feel like through the process of hurting healing being existing um, intending all of those things combined create a beautiful life not one soul mm. thing and so that's essentially what I truly believe it all creates like a wholesome person within us and hurt is a part of that process is a part of our journey a very necessary part of our journey mm-hmm. helps with our mentality helps us spiritually physically mm-hmm. in every single way so that way we in turn can do our human thing to help other humans right. mm-hmm. it's it's the sense that you have to go through her to become a better person it like not only does it become relatable in an emotional sense like that's why people exercise as well mm-hmm you get hurt when you exercise. You get sore when you exercise. Yeah. Soreness is a form of hurt. Yeah. You know? Heck yeah. And and then after that, you have to rest and recover mm-hmm. so you can become stronger. Yeah. You know? And we need to realize that rest and recovery is a part of that process. And that is a process that Americans skip altogether. <laughs> right. And that is so unhealthy, so bad. And... It shows 
and reflects in chronic illness, chronic disease, like what you said earlier, it manifests physically. Mm-hmm. And it's not celebrated in men, especially. And I think that's a really sad, like depleted area of our society, along with other things, but healing from hurt or even men being hurt emotionally in general, it is not something that is talked about. Because us girls, we at least have each other, you know, yeah. to be able to talk to and we understand. But guys, they are jaded with society's view of what hard should be. Right. And it's like, and it's tough because it's like, I think it's this awkward thing where it's like this weird catch-22 where I, it's just like women have this emotional support system and it's amazing. And then, but then guys think only girls do that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... That's only because we've never tried. <laughs> and, it's yeah. like, and then when we try, it's like, well, this isn't working because we're just trying it right now. Yeah. It's our first steps into kind of putting ourselves out there. Mm-hmm. And I'll, I, this is like, oh, man, I'll tell you a story that was pretty awkward. Oh, yes. So awkward it was about stories. emotional, like it was about <laughs> emotional. Um, it's kind of emotional turmoil. So my friend group like in high school we're still very much in touch right but our friendship was based simply on humor so that's why i think it lasted for so long because we never brought trauma like we mm-hmm. need this yeah. but ultimately our lives brought life brought trauma yeah and so like but we had no it's inevitable yeah yeah exactly and what was tough was that we couldn't rely on each other right we thought we perceived like oh like i have problems but i know that guy is not going to take me seriously. Mm. So why even bother, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why put myself out there if it's going to be fumbling out? But then I thought, I, we can't do this anymore because, like, I have to put it out there because I, if I know I have these, I'm sure they do too. And as, apparently we found that out. So I'm at my friend's house and here are the three, there are four people. Let's assume, like, it's us. That's us. Well, let's assume there's, like, three of us and there's a center person here, right? The center person is the person who's about to receive news, right here's here's the news so like one person had just been diagnosed with diabetes the other person had just broken up with his ex-girlfriend and then another person uh was oh another person was gonna break up with his girlfriend as well or like a girlfriend had broken up with him and Mm -hmm. so and this one person like had no idea so we essentially ambushed him with bad news (laughs) like because because guys don't know what we're doing we don't it's like Look, we're going to put it in there like, oh, geez, like, what's <laughs> going on? And then this one, right, in doing so, right, like, uh, he tells us that his wife is, like, like she's going to spend the majority, like, 50% of her, like, daily life is in a wheelchair now because of, like, uh, chronic, like, back issues and problems and stuff like that. That's why we never see her, like, right. in, in whatever it may be. So there was, like, a reveal. But then as soon as that reveal happened... Like, within five minutes, we tried to walk away from it again. Mm. Like, and I, I tried so hard to keep us in that place. But it's, like, it's a struggle. And, like, and, and it's a tough thing. Like, changing the mentality, I think, of most men. Like, especially, like, something that they felt so comfortable and happy about. And, and de- inserting it with, like, trauma and pain yeah. to build that. It's, like, an uncomfortable space that you're not used to. Yeah, and then there's, like, everything everybody does is the same thing. Like, like oh, this is uncomfortable. It's, like, ah, oh, the light. And then, like, cockroaches. And they're trying mm-hmm. to, like, they're trying to scurry away. And it's, it's very tough because I can, those guys are still in very much, like, pains. And I have to talk to them individually as opposed to building a network. 
that couldn't make sense and I'm like and there's like yeah there's like there's traumas and all of that stuff but you know and it's but it's it's so awkward it's oh it's frustrating <laughs> yeah but it's the work that I just feel like needs to be done that's why I'm so thankful for this because yeah. I feel like um you know like I'm around people that are so emotionally connected and um so in touch and building that relationship it just enriches me Mm-hmm. And I'm so honored and privileged to be around you guys. Thank you. Oh, yeah, appreciate it. We're all yeah. growing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I feel it. Right. Like you yeah. feel growth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. From that. The elevation upward spiral. <laughs> <laughs> yes. right. Also, like in uncomfortability. Yeah. In that, that is where we build our strength. That is how we grow. There is yeah. growth in uncomfortability. Yeah. That's something that we all need to remember. But unless you cognitively process that yeah um like you did cedric and like how you alex and jenny both do on a daily basis and i see then unless we actually think about these things and reflect about it then we're we're not going to change if we don't actively make that decision to be uncomfortable we're never going to grow if we don't actively see and do our research as to like what aren't we doing and what are we doing to create ourselves then we're not going to be able to build on ourselves just like instead of building a foundation we're just kind of laying like one brick here one brick there one brick over there one brick all the way over there right. and like let me just throw this brick over at this other person's yeah, house exactly <laughs> and it's just like very scattered and to build a whole person or a foundation you can't have things scattered you mm-hmm. need things to be compact filled like hammered in sometimes you know but whatever it takes it needs to be wholesome and uncomfortability creates that yeah. and uncomfortability is hurt yeah mm-hmm. and that's like it's exactly right like i think when you can be in touch with yourself about yeah that stuff you're definitely gonna grow yeah and do that <laughs> nice well thank you annalise for being here yeah of course you guys you know you know i always love being here with oh, all you guys thank you. such thank positive you. energy so and much vibes. fun having you exactly mm. that's why you're like our first returning guest Yay. yeah for sure. yeah <laughs> but yeah that's uh, why i got a water bottle <laughs> <laughs> that's why you got a water bottle Water bottle counts for everything. Literally gave out all the hugs right now. I yes. hope you guys feel all of our hugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, voice hug for listeners. Voice hugs. Voice hug. Yeah. How would a hug We're sound? Some... I don't know. Quieter. I don't know. <laughs> we'll work on that one. Mm. Man. We'll, we'll make a button for that. <laughs> well, Here comes the voice hug. Patent pending. <laughs> let, let me let me ask you this, Annalise. Um, I know we're, we're we're gonna wrap up and everything, but I want um, what I'm curious about is that if you have a if you have enough time, and to see if you have a question for us, mm-hmm. like us to answer. Yes, heck yeah! I want to know how you guys go through your healing process of hurt. Like, what do you do to get over it? Because it's really hard for people to. Like, people don't know what to do. People don't know to like reach out. Um, Google. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's definitely. Yeah, I want to know what you guys do. Who wants to shoot at it first? Keeping it real quick. Oh. Let's hit Jenny. Jenny. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the thing. And Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. Harry Potter. There's so many things. Don't get me started. Um, I think for me, it usually like 
take some sort of catalyst to kind of get me out of that hurt in general. And um, usually, I guess when like I recognize it, it's like taking a first step to reaching out, like, or just doing something kind of out of my comfort zone. Um, lately, it's been dance, like going to take a dance class or even like picking up a new book. Like I notice, I guess it's, I notice the things that um, usually when I'm hurt, I notice that I'm not doing the things that I enjoy as much. Mm-hmm. Um, so whether it's like picking up a book or um, starting to draw, um, just kind of that first step is getting out there. And I'm working on telling people, like verbalizing it because um, I'm, so much of an overthinker and kind of the same I'm not I've always felt like I don't express my emotions very well yeah Mm. Um, so it's a new challenge but um I've got a lot of good people that um surround me right now and it's just remembering that like I can be the one that reaches out as opposed to like just waiting for for someone to ask you yeah um and that's hard and I do appreciate having people that are willing to ask like um and I think I've got more of those people in my life but it is reaching out like no remembering that I can ask for help or even just to like hey I've got this thing going on can I just tell you about it like as awkward as that sounds like it feels because it feels awkward um I think it's really important to express that and tell people what's going on Mm -hmm. and on the flip side of that I feel like when you do that, it makes the other person feel very special. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow, they trust me with their emotions. Right. Yeah. But that's something we all hold very valuable and we kept we keep inside of this safety box that can only be unlocked to some. Yeah. So when you're like, here's the key. Okay, now can I tell you? Like, someone feels that uh, that's on the opposite yeah. receiving end of that. They feel very special. Yeah. And it's an honor to be able to get into that emotional mind of yours, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's something to think about. It's like, hey, like I'm gonna make this person feel like they're a part of my life. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. For sure, that makes sense. Oh, okay, my turn. Uh, (laughs) I just bottle them up and then I just, you know, just say it. (laughs) Oh my God. Bottle them up, pull them out, use our new toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing a great job. Hang in there. <laughs> Don't take other people's shit. <laughs> yeah, that's my job, the toilet paper. Oh my God. Thank you, toilet paper. <laughs> toilet paper, you um, For me, it's very much... Um, so if all my listeners, if, if or all the listeners, if you go on my Instagram, you'll notice like it's not really pictures because I don't know how to Instagram correctly. <laughs> it's all just things that I've written. Right. Mm -hmm. So dealing with pain and trauma, I look towards like my writing. Right. Like and trying to write things that and it's very much because my love language is words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. And so what I'll do is like I will write all of the words that I would want like for me to hear. And then what's great is like I'll write them down and then I, 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 I posted them. I never intended to post them because I was just like, these are just for me. But then I thought. When the challenge came, right, and mm-hmm. I'm still doing it, but that's great. I'm, I'm going to do it. It's about man. staying in the game. Yeah, there you and go. And I was like, 
even if like one person like looks at it and they're like oh yeah i really do like this and it's like this does make me feel better like that's important to me so it's like so that's one way of like i kind of like it's like knowing like oh like it's possible right it may not be i don't know like it doesn't matter to me the fame or the followers it's just like you know it's out there mm -hmm. more honest version of me and so when i'm writing these words like i'll go and i'll write them and then now i look back at them and i honestly feel immediately better because mm -hmm. i'm like that's exactly what I needed to hear, Cedric. Like, good job, you. Aww. Like, and that's I'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's just very much like, oh yeah, I wrote this, and yeah, it still resonates to me the beauty of like what you're saying and stuff like that. And I'm like, and then, and it's, it works on so many levels because I'm like, oh, this is exactly what I want to hear. And then two, it, it is so beautiful. And then three, like I wrote this. Like I didn't go from another quote. It's like this is exactly me. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like I, I, I did this. So you're capable of accomplishment. Also, Aww. you're capable of making at least one person feel, even if that one person is you. Yeah. And I Which think is that's the most important. Yeah, honestly. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah. So that for me, it's very much like writing process. I know people have journals and whatever it may be, and I wouldn't say like put your journals out there. Like mm. they're for you if they're always going to be for you. But I would, I like to think like there's something to be said about if you know. It, like if what you're writing is something that you're willing to share that's gonna add a layer of like healing because yeah. if you've because re people have come up to me like they really like they're like I really like the things that you say sometimes I save them <laughs> into like their Instagram like oh that that really does touch me and that really does make me happy so I would advocate for that as well so but for me it's like my writing process and just like writing things down and like oh this is oh beautiful yeah mm. Mm. <laughs> it's right. so you never know who else is gonna right. need to read that right mm -hmm. exactly yeah for me um it was actually a very interesting step for me um like i had i had to try um many uh, di many different things um you know well when i first started out like for my healing process i thought i was just you know talking to myself and, and really analyzing why i'm why I'm hurting, why am I feeling this way, you know, and understanding myself and talking to myself, like, why, why do I feel like this? Because I didn't have that, you know, emotional support, support with anyone because mm -hmm. of my situation, my life situation. Yeah. So I had to depend on myself a lot uh, when I was in that survivor mindset. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and I was able to get, you know, as far as I could, um, and understanding myself more, but there was always this layer of blockage where I couldn't get passed through because I didn't have that perspective that that I needed. So luckily, you know, when I joined the dance team out of class, like when I first met Mitch and I opened up to him, you know, and Mitch gave me a very different perspective and he taught me a lot. And that's what helped me, you know, see things in a very different way. And I decided, and that's what helped me to open up more and and talk to people about you know my hurt, but like I share it with a very small group for the time being, and like I talked to Cedric about my my life situations as well, and he's helped me a lot. So really, he did. Aww. I had no idea. <laughs> he did. Even I like, like, well, I mean, I just, it's like, you know, like, I don't see, think it's ever mentioned, right? I told you, yeah. Aww, people feel special. <laughs> Yay. Like, even the small things, like, Aww. when I, when I'm trying hard to decide certain things, or like, like what, what I want to do. Yeah, like, what to eat. Yeah, like what to eat. <laughs> that is the most important thing. <laughs> you know? And then the last thing that helped me a lot was, um, is, uh, is tattoos. 
like I just learned that about myself. Because oh. tattoos to me is like a healing process to me. Because like I look at you know my tattoo every single time, and that came from my hurt, my pain, what I went through, you know. And like every time I look at it, it's a it's a good rem- memory saying that hey, I, I got past this. Mm-hmm. I'm able to walk forward, you know. And I'm thinking about another tattoo idea, you know, on my forearm. And I already have the idea, actually. It just came to me one day again. Same thing with this tattoo. So, so like, I'm saving up money for this one. That's incredible. That's mm-hmm. pretty interesting now that yeah. I think about it. Like, how, now I'll think about how many tattoos are kind of based around, like, maybe, like, a, like a healing process of, like, through a herd or a mm. process like that. Like, oh, okay. Because then it'd be, like, because then it'd be, like, tattoos... Because I, I, I always wanted a tattoo, but it, I don't think it was ever enough to just want one. Mm-hmm. It's like it has to be meaningful or else yeah. I'm going to be looking like, why did I do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel that. But again, thank you, Annalise, for being here. Yeah. Thank to you, f- guys. Yeah. <laughs> and girl. <laughs> Sorry. And that's me, too. <laughs> You're a girl, too. And yes, I mean, today I'm a girl, yes. Yeah. Just kidding, so every thank day. You. <laughs> thank yourself. Thank you. <laughs> thank all of us. Yeah, yes. again, hug, again. Hug, hug, again. Hug. We're going to have to figure again, out how to do, will. like, audible hug, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll research audible hugs. Yeah, that sound Insert that makes you feel like hug. Insert virtual hug here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, to uh, follow us on Instagram, our handle is creative underscore uh, underscore <laughs> emotions okay creative underscore underscore emotions I, cedric's just trying really hard to no no it's just because i usually interrupt it <laughs> and i'm like underscore but i'm like nope not this time so <laughs> uh and then are you gonna say uh, yeah yeah i'll say mine and follow me um um my alex is uh follow my instagram it's uh l3 l-a-c-k f-r-o-s-d underscore lee l-e um and that's all black frost underscore lee and that's my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're looking for me um, on the Instagrams, uh, <laughs> I am PapaSetti88. Yay! Oh, man. That was a struggle. I'm, I'm been, so proud of like, that. It's like that's five like times a, in a row yeah. <laughs> uh, that I remember my own Instagram handle. Uh, so P-A-P-A-C-E-D-D-Y-8-8. Um, and that's me. Yeah. If you're looking for me, Jenny, I'm at Curiously Radiant on Instagram. That's such a cute name. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) And if you are looking for me, Annalise, I will be fearless underscore animal. So it's fearless underscore A-N-N-I-M-A-L. And that's my grams. Yeah. So you can catch us all on the flip side. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Let us know. It'll be awesome. Mm -hmm. Slide in our DMs. We don't bite. Hard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no <But> comment. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dang! Whoa, whoa, whoa! All right, thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs>